Yes, I know how Google Sheets works. <laughs> I didn't say Google Sheets. I said Google Docs. Google Docs. I know how all the, the G Suite. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a hot take here. It's a more intuitive version of, of Microsoft. <laughs> it's so much more intuitive. <laughs> it's so much more intuitive. I've had, I've worked with Microsoft as a client before. And the worst thing about working with Microsoft as a client, they're actually good clients. They're good people to work with. The sure. worst thing is having to work with their, their like stuff. Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft specific things like yeah, it's really, Teams, yeah. Microsoft Teams. teams? Ooh, it's rough. Kill me. Yeah, it's rough. Oh, that stuff is terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing to me. And I think about it too, like Apple, right? Apple is a very smart company, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their Siri compared to Google's voice hearing and searching is just it's just terrible i wouldn't even know i i've only ever known siri because i've really? never i've never used i've never used like google's uh well i've, I've never have a, used I, google assistant uh oh yeah so i have the google app on my phone oh okay and then i have but they have to open it up to use google assistant um don't you or do you can you set your phone to automatically no use no google i have assistant? to open it up and then and then press the button yeah see that seems uh, that seems absurd to me but it is so much better that it makes up for those actions. The work of having yeah. to get there. Yeah, because it's so much better. What, and do, you, what do you do that I you need a Google Assistant to do? Like, what do you, what do you, because I barely even use it Because it'll open up Google Maps, which is way better than Maps. Okay. So okay. I'll say, take me to work, take me to home, take me to oh. the General Assembly building in Los Angeles. And it oh. just knows. And right then, bam, opens up, opens up Google Maps. I put it on my mount and I'm good to Does go. Does it fail you sometimes? Rarely. Like, rarely. Rarely, rarely. Okay. I don't want to say that more because then it's just gonna start to sound like a weird word. Rarely. <laughs> How about this? Rarely. Rare. Rarely. <laughs> uh, it rarely is. It fails me. <laughs> Have we been recording this whole time? Yeah, three minutes in. Right oh, now. good. We should probably start. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Nerd Critic: A Deep Dive into Big Movies from the Dual Perspective of critical nerdiness. My name is CJ. And my name is Jordan. CJ here is our resident nerd. And Jordan is our studied and credentialed critic. Do we have any announcements today, CJ? <sighs> we should probably like think, think about so. this in advance. Well, I, I was trying to make a joke about like coronavirus. Oh, we'd like to announce that coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if you... <laughs> Well, I couldn't think of anything. We, we could announce early, though, that our next episode yeah. is going to be about contagion. Which seems topical. Apropos. Uh, and it was suggested to us. Um, I got a message that said, you should do an episode on contagion. And my immediate thought was, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I texted it to you. We should do contagion. And your immediate response was, Yes. Like just a text that said yes, period. Uh, and I understood that you understood how perfect it was. Yes. And how like just, just, I mean, I'm a little embarrassed that we didn't think of it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We're, it's I not mean, great. Yeah. It doesn't reflect great on our, on our <laughs> marketing acumen. Uh, it'll be, it'll be fun though. I'll, I'll be honest in, in preparation for that episode, I watched Contagion. And it terrified me. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that movie. It's, it's a actually great movie. it's actually probably my I think it's my favorite Soderbergh movie. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a I'm really looking forward to that episode. That'll be a good time. But for today, we are talking about Onward. Onward. 
Onward, which is a good title for a movie, a uh, good title for a movie like this. Uh, I like the reference, the one reference to the title, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Um, so my big contextual note for this is that I saw it with my wife and son, and my son is not even two years old yet. He sat through the whole thing. He, you're, he's not two years old? No, not yet. He turns two in, in April, man. I was playing basketball with him the other day, and it was awesome. <laughs> he's a baller. He is a baller. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he just, he's for anybody who doesn't, who isn't regularly around toddlers, it's a miracle that he just sat there on my wife's lap and he's still free because he's not two yet. Yeah. He's still free to go to movies. So we just got two tickets to Onward and we took him with us and it was, and he, was he watching he, the movie yeah, the whole time? He watched the movie That's great. with us the whole movie start to finish. That's great. Amazing. Amazing. I was so, so proud of him. I mean, it helped that we brought like, we, we brought snacks and bought popcorn, <laughs> so, <laughs> so so it was um, kind of like we my were, assumption is for a toddler, popcorn could probably be pretty occupying. Yeah, yeah, no, it was you know he was he had the you know reach without looking thing down nice. like he was just he was just going for it. He's already addicted to the yeah. screen. Oh, absolutely, I love it. I love it. I you know I'm I'm gonna encourage that his whole life. That's great. Um, what about you? Uh, I went to this movie uh, opening night, so Thursday night, not mm, Friday night. I went mm, Thursday night, real opening or yeah, uh, pre pre opening, pre yeah, I guess yeah. Uh, with uh, with basically a double date, you could say, and there were maybe ten people in the theater, uh, and I had a great time. Coronavirus. Uh, is that what it is? Well, partly. Like I assumed that that's what it is. Part, it's part. I think it's. I think it's. Or the underwhelming factor. trailers for this movie. It was under. Yeah, the trailers were underwhelming. But it's still sure. Pixar, so you'd think it'd have some pull. And then, and then, uh, our friend Dixon Gaines went the next day, Friday night, to the same theater. He said, just as empty. Oh man. Yeah. It's rough. It's, it's rough. Yeah, rough it's for rough. Pixar. Rough for Disney. Um, poor, poor Disney. Let's all shut a tear for Disney. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me because of the coronavirus, because James Bond got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm guessing other movies will as well. For sure. So we're going to have a real bland several months, but hopefully if we are all aren't dead, okay. the end of the year okay. is going to be fantastic. <laughs> let's, tone, let's tone that down. <laughs> um, so this movie, <laughs> yeah, it will, people will be so thrilled to get back to the theater. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's going to be a bunch of great movies. Yeah, it'll, it will be. Stacked on top of each other. Yeah, hopefully not too many more get delayed, though, because we're going to struggle to have things to talk about every week if the movies that we intended to talk about continue (laughs) getting delayed. That's true, because the week that we were going to talk about James Bond... We'll now be talking about... I have no idea. It's possible we'll be talking about, like, My Spy or some terrible whatever. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this movie was written and directed by Dan Scanlon. I'm going to say Scanlon instead of Scanlon. Uh, Dan Scanlon... Uh, who is most notably uh, was mo- was most notably involved with Monsters University before this, um, so you know he's uh, becoming a Pixar sort of uh, uh, reliable uh, Pixar old faithful, if yeah. you will. Um, I would not be surprised to see something else come from him uh, in the future. Um, I will say, just as a quick note, I was not a huge fan of Monsters University. I thought that it was good, not great. I thought that it I agree. was a little bit lackluster compared to the first. Uh, my main problem with Monsters University is that it was not nearly as comedically successful as either Monsters, Uni- Monsters Inc. or many other Pixar movies that I uh, love so profoundly. I would agree. 
Um, so that, I think it bears uh, contemplating going into this conversation, but we will talk more about that later. The cast of this movie is very, actually very small, which I think, I wouldn't, I was going to say that might be something that is common among uh, many Pixar movies, but I think that's actually not true. I think there's a lot of on, like big ensemble Pixar movies, but this one is a smaller cast. Um, the really, the really the only four notable characters are Ian and Barley, our two brothers, and then their mother Laurel, and uh, and then the Manticore. I would say that outside of that, outside of that, maybe the stepdad. Yeah, but outside of that, everybody else is just like a one-liner character. There's yeah, not yeah. like really any other characters with That's like true. arcs yeah. and like yeah. things going on. Um, not the stepdad. I know they're not married. Don't. Correct me later. I'm just saying, the boyfriend. Whatever. Uh, I knew, I just know that somebody was going to comment. Sure, it's fine. of course. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so uh, we've got Ian Lightfoot, um, voiced by Tom Holland, and Barley Lightfoot, voiced by Chris Pratt, and Laurel Lightfoot, voiced by Julia Louise Dreyfus, and the Manticore, voiced by Octavia Spencer. Great cast, by great the cast. way. Great cast. Fantastic. And uh, Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, great. Yeah, could not could not have asked for, especially Chris Pratt. What a I great mean, voice talent! I mean, it's it's about as uh, like I feel like you could have made this live action and cast the exact same people, and it would, and have, it would have been totally Absolutely. fine. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's not spoil it for people and okay. give us give give us give us your review, CJ. Uh, my review is that uh, I understand. I I went into it. With the, uh, with the thought and the expectation that it was going to uh, fall into the lower to mid-lower, or yeah, no, no, the mid to lower mid section of Pixar's filmography. Such um, as? Uh, such as probably Monsters University. Incredibles 2. Uh, I, I would say, I, I liked, I, Incredibles 2 is probably just. Up, liked it enough. Yeah, I, it's probably up yeah. mid, mid up. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of the Brave. Monsters University. Brave was a little bit lower to me. Uh, for me, Ratatouille. But like, I know a lot of oh people boy. freaking love are you that not, movie. Are you? Have you not watched that again? We've no, had this conversation. So I have many not times. watched that again. You need to watch. Are Ratatouille you? An, again. Are you a Ratatouille? Ratatouille lover? is a top tier Pixar movie. Man, that's Ratatouille wild. is like You're top not, three or four. And or five I've heard Pixar I've heard movies. that more recently than I ever have before. It so it's got me thinking. I'm fantastic. wrong. Fantastic. You are wrong. And it's okay. It's okay. Well, and I say that because um, I was also wrong about Ratatouille uh, the first time around. I watched it and I was like, yeah, it was okay. And then it took me, wa- it took watching it again for me to really Got understand okay. that this movie is. And it's not like a movie that is complicated and hard to understand. For some reason, there's something about watching it the second time through that it just, it, everything really clicks in. And it's, uh, it, it is a fabulously funny and heartwarming and. Uh, important movie, like it's Got really, it. really great. Uh, yeah, I need to, I need to go and, and watch it again. Um, okay, so in the tier that I was thinking this would be are things like, um, prob- for me it was like Wally kind of landed here, um, A Bug's Life kind of landed here, Monsters University is, is a good one, Finding Dory kind of landed here. Uh, th- this it's kind of how I expected it okay. to, to be. Okay. Uh, and for the vast majority of this movie, it was that it was exactly what okay. I expected it to be, but it's, there's quite the uptick near the end. Uh, and if you have a family, I would highly recommend going to see this movie. It is definitely, definitely worth the watch. 
So there's my spoiler free. Okay, great. Um, I think that we're kind of coming in in similar places here. My only real issue with this movie, um, I will I will just give like really high level criticisms. One, I don't think it was funny enough. I think a lot of the humor just didn't work. Okay, and that's and and this is earlier when I was talking about. Um, was the theater full for you? It, I, no, it wasn't full. But there, I think there were there were a good. I was I was a Saturday afternoon, so okay. like there were a number of people there. All right. Um, I, I don't. I think that Mr. Dan Scanlon, whatever his strengths are, and he, I think there is some strength. Um, the comedy isn't working for mm. me, and mm. I, I'm, I'm wishing that there were. Uh, I don't know who. I don't know who on the Pixar team. I don't know. I don't. I couldn't possibly know who all the personalities are that make so many Pixar movies so comedically successful. Yeah. Because they are so comedically. I mean, it's it's humor that not only works amazingly the first time, but just holds up. Yeah. And holds up, and it's like incredibly rewatchable and timeless, and it's amazing. But this movie. And Monsters University, like my my biggest complaints against both were that they weren't funny enough. Yeah, I when I think about the funny moments that landed for me in this movie, they probably would have been just another moment in yeah. like a better Pixar yeah exactly movie. like yeah. a better Pixar movie. Uh, there there are like there are like uh, like really gut splitting moments totally, and then there are a bunch of like oh haha that's cute that's funny. And in this one, I think there were like a couple of "haha, cute, that's funny," and just really no guts. No guts. There, yeah. there were there were no really like incredible, I successful some, comedic moments. I had me. some very personal incredible comedic moments, but it, it was entirely directed to me with the friend that I was with. So it's it's hard for me to judge if it actually had big moments or not because I was in tears of laughter in two points. But I'm excited. I'm later. excited to hear about those. I feel like there was. The, the, the main problem that I've got is that too often the humor was easy. Mm. Um, and it was it was and I'll have some examples soon. I don't want to spoil anything, so we'll we'll get into that in, in more later in the episode when we're talking about criticisms. Um, we'll put a pin in that. But there was that and there was also I felt I felt that like the plot was I really liked and here's I'm gonna say overall, I really, really liked what the story was doing on principle. Yeah. Um I thought that the relate the core relationship with, between the two brothers was was really nice and um had some, I think, really good and lovely things to say about family and about brotherhood, um, and about parent parenthood. And it was there was a lot of really, really great things going on there. Um, I, I think the imagery and world building was generally really fun and cool. Yeah. Um, not amazing, but like good enough, good enough to yeah. like yeah. be worth the price of the, admission. The character design was a little weird. Yeah. Like usually it's a lot cleaner. Yeah. And, and but and this this like usually you look at a Pixar movie and you're like that's for sure a Pixar movie. This one could this have been one, someone else. It could have been DreamWorks. Yeah. This yeah. one could have been DreamWorks, and you know not to say it was bad. It just was not quite as yeah. impressive. Yeah. And it's it's tough because Pixar, gosh dang them, they set their they own have standards. set the bar so high. Yeah. And so when it, whenever a Pixar movie isn't a really mesmerizingly good, it's gonna feel disappointing. Yeah. Um, and I think, oh, and overall, plot-wise, there was a lot of, and we'll get into this more too. But it, it felt sort of paint by numbers. Like there was a lot of totally. like very predictability. <clears throat> totally. Like you could, you could really just like map out all the beats and everything. It was, I mean, it was very, very, there more formulaic than I'm used to seeing with a Pixar movie. With uh, again, some really nice earned twists and some really great moments that 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 I think made it made it worthwhile. Overall, had a pretty good time. Um, 
felt some emotions. My wife actually really, really liked it for the story. She really, really liked the story, and I don't blame her. I think it's a, a, a very worthy story. But yeah, so overall, this is not one that I would like rush to the theater to see, and I'm not sure. gonna like recommend that people like go out of their way to watch it. But if you are looking for a good for a like a good animated movie with a the family, then yeah, you, you're not gonna go wrong. Uh, great. Spoiler warning moving forward. Yeah, we'll spoil it from here on out. Okay. Best so, moment of the movie. Uh, well, <laughs> the best moment of the movie is the end. Yes. Um, and, and it is, okay. So, okay, hold on, hold on. I have some <laughs> things I want to say first. Go for it, go for it. So the thing, so there's the, there's the overall uh, nerd outs that I want to do. Uh, one is the world building. I was very resistant to it before. Like I was very resistant to this idea of fantasy brought into the real world. Mm -hmm. um, but then by the end of the movie, I enjoyed it for two reasons. One, uh, we have a mutual friend that I went to go see this with that is very, <clears throat> he's a jock <laughs> through and through. <laughs> Uh, and when you talk about fantasy stuff, he just glazes over. <laughs> he shuts down. It's just, he can't handle it. It's just, <laughs> it's just too much. And so, uh, uh, and so I was talking to him afterwards and he was like, no, I actually really enjoyed that they melded this fantasy with the real world because it made it more digestible as someone that doesn't really like fantasy. I could now enter this world and kind of live in both spaces, mm. which I thought, that was super cool. That wasn't something so I thought makes, about before. It makes this super nerdy topic more accessible. Yeah, because it's a little more real, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, which I which I appreciated. The second thing is, and uh, it's it's one of the reasons I uh, actually will hold on to this movie forever uh, because I loved it so much. Is because the one of the messages of the movie is. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what the world looks like. You can always have an adventure and you can always find some magic. Mm. Uh, and so, and it's, and it's paralleled with the beginning of, of, of the movie, starting with the whole sweeping of the valley of all these magical creatures. And it was like, there's this world where there's magic and it's beautiful ending with, and then ending with this sweeping uh, of the cityscape that they live in. And it's the same voiceover of there's this world with magic and it's beautiful. So it's kind of a, no matter where you are, no matter where you live, no matter who you are, you can find adventure and magic in your life if you are looking for it. Mm -hmm. So I loved that they used the worlds to illustrate that because a lot of people will be disenchanted with you know, all the kids addicted to their smartphones and all the dirty streets and, you know, yeah. and, and, but it, it reframes it and it's like, no, it can be magical if you look at it that yeah. way. Uh, so that was one of the biggest things that I liked about the movie. They left their phone behind. They left their phone behind. Yeah. yeah they they like broke and he left it behind. And, and he just, and yeah, and then he left it. Um, and then uh, the other thing, the other big thing that I liked was obviously the ending. Uh, which we'll jump right into because why not? Why not? Uh, so, uh, so I have uh, my I have uh, two nephews that lost their their dad uh, to cancer, and when I'm watching this movie, and specifically when uh, when there's kind of a monologue, uh, uh, barley, barley, mm -hmm. barley, when barley has this monologue where he reveals that he has a fourth memory of their father mm -hmm. and how he was supposed to go in and say goodbye, but he had tubes everywhere and he didn't actually look like himself. 
that I was gone. I was watching the movie through tears uh, because I witnessed that that moment with my two nephews. Uh, and one, and it's amazing because one is older, uh, maybe maybe not quite. It's probably pretty close in age difference that they uh, with Barley and and uh, Ian. Uh, but they, uh, and the oldest one, the oldest nephew is into magic, the gathering and all things like, oh, man. geek. <laughs> uh, and so this story was like already Felt really like close. Really it, it was really powerful. Yeah. And so when Ian pulls out that list mm-hmm. and you know, almost immediately where it's going, like he pulls out the list. I'd like to, I'd like to um, emphasize once again yeah. that I fail to anticipate. Did you? <laughs> I always maybe I don't maybe almost, I'm brilliant. I don't uh, know. Almost without fail, no matter how formulaic and obvious a plot turn is, I will almost always fail to anticipate it. <laughs> so when did you put together that like when it showed me? When, <laughs> uh, when the when the music started to swell is when is like oh like he pulls out the list and I read the things on the list and it was like, have a heart to heart. And there was one other one that was really, Oh, the driving lesson. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, and I remembered the movie and I put it together right there and then it shows you and it goes back. And yeah. when there's those flashbacks and especially like, because, cause Barley, like he's so, he's not really doing it as a, like a father, no. right? He's just like, He's he's shrunken. He can't drive. He's got to get his little brother to drive, and he and he's not scared of anything. So he's just like, "Woo, you can do it, yeah!" But it's not like it's not like this sweet, tender moment between a father figure and a and a kid. And I love that they like have a driving lesson, and they go back to this adventurous moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's realizing anyway. I just I at that point that jumped to one of my favorite movies I've seen for a very long time. One of your favorite moments that you've seen. Uh, it seems a little yeah, strong well, to it, say one of your the, favorite. But movies. the rest of the movie wasn't bad enough to like drag well, the no, whole thing no. down. Yeah, but like, so I it mean, was like it was just kind of floating there, and I was like, "Where's this gonna this land?" This is a really, this is a really good illustration of why it's so important to stick the landing, uh, uh, the ending, uh, oh, on, oh, yeah. uh, stick the landing on the end of a movie. Because if you can really nail the end of a movie, people will forgive you for lots for a lot. of other yeah. things. Because if this, if this. And if the if the ending of this movie felt the same as the rest of the movie, then it would have been it would have very just been very very. I, so lame. my favorite moment is when he decides deliberately. Well, I should say when the movie lets us see him not be able to see his father, like that. I mean, big, big moment, bold, bold move, bold choice, bold choice, really good. Like very very good, emotionally earned. Yeah payoff for the whole story like really 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 good um being being able to 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 you know very well illustrate like a like a brotherly sacrifice a brotherly altruism uh what am i looking for here like a a truly charitable act yeah to say i you know my brother who has done so much for me needs this more than i do and I can I can give it to him by fighting fighting off the dragon. Yeah, um, it was great. It, it was it was also the moment that uh, it was kind of a, it was the complete arc for Ian because it was the moment that 
it's the first moment that he does something for his brother. Mm-hmm. Right. The yeah. rest of the movie is, is, is Barley doing, stuff for, doing stuff for him. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so it's it's the the that final moment where he realizes because there is kind of that moment with big brothers and little brothers where a lot of the time the little brothers just take 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 without really realizing it. It's just that's the way it's always been. Sure. And the older brothers just more mature all the time. Yeah. And so, uh, I, like I remember that moment with with my own big brothers where I realized like. It's not just I'm no longer taking from you. It's now, oh, my gosh, I'm realizing I have something to offer you. I have something that I can give you. So um, he uses all of the things that his brother taught him to then procrastinate the dragon, uh, delay the dragon. Delay is a better word. Procrastinate. Uh, <laughs> procrastinate the dragon. Uh, and, uh, I'll and get to you later. Uh, yeah. He's going to procrastinate the dragon. Uh, and have and have Barley have that moment with his dad. Uh, okay, can I tell you the um, can I tell you the the funny the gut busting moment? Yeah, please. It was very yeah. So I, so that friend that jock friend that we went with, mm-hmm. I was sitting next to him. And anytime like Marvel comes up, uh, obviously I work where I work and I'm with comics all the time. So sometimes I accidentally just start rambling about superheroes. And he acts interested because he's a good friend, but I know that he's not. <laughs> uh, and so uh, he'll occasionally bring up to me how just just how nerdy I sound. Uh, and so when there's a moment, when there's a moment where Ian is going through like the manual, the wizard's manual, mm-hmm. and points out like, what about this like lightning spell? And Barley goes, <laughs> yeah, like a level one mage can just do the hardest spell in the spell book. Uh, I, I suddenly, suddenly in that moment, for the first time maybe ever, realized Solid how my full clarity, <laughs> what I am to other people. Uh, and it was almost like I was laughing partially because it was funny and partially because I was uncomfortably embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, but it happened twice, uh, and for the life of me, I can't remember what the other line was. But I was I was laughing really, really hard, uh, partially because I was embarrassed. It's pretty good <laughs> that it's I was good. barley in that moment. Um, one of my wife and I's favorite moments was when uh, he, was when Ian is is uh, faith bridging himself across the chasm, and you know the rope falls off. Yeah. <laughs> And the reverse shot on his brother is his brother saying, just keep going, just keep going. And his, his eyes are tearing up because he's so afraid. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really good, it's a really good, really good moment. When other people's tragic horror yeah. is the is the butt of the joke. It's my favorite thing. Um, so that was, that was good. That was, that was good. There, you know, um, I, I really, yeah. I, I also, you know, to to highlight, so I, I wasn't a huge fan of the Manticore overall. I thought there was a lot of broad comedy in there. But then there, I think that uh, there were some things that I really, really loved. Like, I actually really liked it when the Manticore uh, went, just went bananas on the on the on her own establishment <laughs> yeah. and like set everything on fire and drove <laughs> everyone out. Um, that was pretty great. Uh, and then later on, you know, as she's when they were taking the sword, and she ended up, you know, <laughs> scorpion tailing <Yeah>. the, <laughs> the clerk or the 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 uh, whatever the store owner. Anyway, so there were there were some good there was some good stuff there. Um, I yeah, I think 
yeah, there, there was enough, like, every scene, there was enough, like, fun stuff happening that, like, yeah. I was never bored. With the Manticore and the mom specifically, I think that I was, uh, I was more in love with the idea that they were going for yeah. than the actual, than, than the, the actual execution, execution yeah. of it. Agreed. Uh, like, this idea of being awoken to your own life and I need to have adventure and the mom becoming a protective mo- mother and doing whatever it takes. Like I love, I love that. I love yeah. the meat of that. It fell a little bit short. Maybe yeah. it was because we didn't spend enough time with them. Uh, but it, yeah. but it was, it there's, was, there's two, yeah. well, as I often say, there are two things going on with, un- with underdeveloped characters. Uh, one, you can, you can blame the amount of time on screen, but that. I will I will emphasize until I die the day I die it's not the real problem the real problem is the quality of the time that we are spending the, with mm. them on screen mm. um, you, really good efficient writing will get you inside a character very quickly Sounds you don't limbs. need that much time yeah. to really understand a character you just have to pick the right thing for them to do and say to help us understand like the right situation, the right environment, the right obstacle, whatever it is, so that their who they are is revealed very quickly and we can then we can identify with with them. And it's amazing too because if you do that, it's amazing how much you can earn if you do that right up front. Mm-hmm. Like um I I've gone back to this example um, the, a number the, of times. The, 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 it's a TV the show. Mi- the, yeah, the the uh, the Mick, I think. The Mick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sh- so so that actress, or that character, in the first thirty seconds of the of the show of the entire series, the first thirty seconds, you know everything you need to know about her character mm-hmm. by just watching her, just go through a grocery store and steal a bunch of crap and use it, yeah. and then leaving with like opening a can of beer and then giving the rest of the six pack to this homeless dude, out, uh, you know, outside, like. Everything you need to know, the way it shot, everything, and and it's funny because the rest of the show is it's good but not great. But like you, it, it earned so much in the first minute that mm-hmm. you're gonna keep watching yeah. and you're gonna really love her character, even if she's not doing that in, that many interesting things because you're gonna be waiting and watching. You're gonna be or watching and waiting, I should say. Yeah, you're gonna be wanting to see the next cool thing because you will have, you will have had faith now, and so that's the thing that I felt like was missing. There were efforts at it, like. Um, at the beginning, when when she uh, has like a little wrestling match with yeah, her son, yeah, throws down on Barley. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Also, not that inventive. It's like it's it's one idea, right? It's like one very simple idea that you take a whole scene to get out. You know, so it's like, okay, great. So she's she's tough, but that's all I have. Like if you if you could layer that and make it much more complex and make her a much more interesting character in that one scene. Then later on, when I'm following her, I'm going to be more interested to, sure. to, to watch what she's doing. Yeah. Other than like, she's a tough mom. Got it. Got it. That's yeah. not that. That's that's like it's neat. It's yeah. not that interesting. Yeah. Something else that I wanted a little bit more to give, uh, kind of some some more epicness to the. First of all, I love that uh, that the high school is the. The villain, which I just feel like every kid can relate to. <laughs> yes, um, so I, I love that it we, turned we, into the dragon. And aside, the, the dragon, the dragon the face, the, the, whole, the whole dragon creation sequence was awesome. Yeah, it was great. The smoke coming out of the stone, <laughs> grabbing stuff to assemble. Yeah. Oh man, the like smoke it was really, around, really, yeah. really awesome, and then really, really funny. Like I yeah. think that was actually my only like laugh out loud moment, where yeah. like when the face comes on, I was yeah. like, oh, that's 
That's really fun. That's good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I, I would have loved uh, – and uh, like the moment that – and maybe this is just the superhero lover in me. But the moment where uh, where Ian is like immediately just like runs and he's fighting the dragon yeah, yeah. was so cool. I wanted a little bit more of it and I wanted the mom to get involved a little bit more. Yeah. Because I wanted to see, I wanted to see that like maybe a mother son dynamic that like they do things that only those two can do. Sure, you know more was, from the mom. I was disappointed a little bit by the whole like battle sequence just because like I could see, like I could see the Matrix, you know, mm. like I could see the construction of everything. Oh, I could sure. see how like. Everything that How he was they doing. broke it down yeah. in order to make it's like, it. Oh, well, you know, we have to introduce this power in this scene so that later he's going to use it. Just it was so it felt it felt very obvious. Mm-hmm. And that's I know how hard it is to do to like not do that, yeah. to not be obvious. And I don't know how it could have been fixed in this case because they they did it right, quote unquote. Sure. Right. Like they 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 set the thing up and then they paid it off, right? Yeah. But like it just you don't want to see it. You don't want to see the mechanism operating like yeah. so nakedly, and it felt very obvious to me. Especially that, the whole ending, yeah, the, not just the the dragon fight. Yeah, I mean the the dragon fight, but like even so, they wind up back at their school, which by the way I loved. Great. I thought that was a yeah. fantastic moment where they get up out of the the manhole and they're just right back at the school. I thought it was great. Um, and then when he goes and tries to get you know the. He tra- he's trying to find the gem in the little gazebo thing that's the the, the fountain thing, the ancient yeah. uh, fountain, whatever. Um, and it's frustrating that that was set up the way it was earlier because it was kind of a it was a weird it was a weird setup, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's like chaining himself to this old artifact because he doesn't want him to tear it down, and then that turns out to be it's just it's one of those things. Which they didn't really feels, set him up as like an activist. Yeah, in that way. he's, it's he's like, more lazy than he what is it, like. Yeah, what rebellious. it feels like is a setup. Yeah, it feels yeah. like we're being set up, mm-hmm. and then later it turns out yes, you were set up. Like it feels very convenient. Yeah, that we're back at that location. Yeah, and yeah, that, and, that and, and I can see that, and I can see the whole was. like. Okay, they they get back. There's a surprise. It's the ultimate downset, and so they get angry. Ian walks away. Then he has a realization that his brother was the father figure all along. Like yeah. it is very, it is very like if you were to draw the story circle, you could just yeah. place everything. I can in see there. this mapped out in note Don't. cards on a whiteboard. <laughs> yes, I can yes. see that. I can see and the like, post its. I can see the post its. <laughs> um, you know, it, there there were a couple of inconsistencies that bothered me, like the you know. The, the magic system in general was, and I think this is probably the thing that that that, that would, and I, I won't say the thing that bothered me the most, but the, one of the things that like made it harder for me to really love the last sort of sequence is that the magic felt, it felt like magic by convenience. Like, what do we need here? Well, we need sure. something, we need this thing to happen. So we'll make it this a magic thing. So it was like, in, in, instead of, Instead of a magic system that then um, was cleverly constructed or like stitched into the plot, it seemed like uh, it seemed like an assembly of magical acts that were essentially whatever was needed at the yeah. moment and yeah. then paid off later. Yeah. Um, and like for instance, the shrinking and blowing of the, the shrinking of things and blowing things up, like cute, clever introduction of the idea, uh, execution, whatever. And the very end. Okay, so he shrinks his brother, and then right at the you know at the most inconvenient moment, his brother winds up turning back into a, a regular sized person because the <laughs> yes. spell 
wore off. off. Yeah, yeah. But then later... That he, whole punch in the face, though, it, it got me. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. it was great. It was great. <laughs> uh, then later, he you know has a sliver in his hand, and he yeah. pulls it out. That's clever. Then he turns it into a, a, a whole staff and is using this as a wizard staff now. But then, like, you know, in the denouement of the movie, we see that he still has this, like, sort of, you know, staff. Yeah. Still full size. I'm yeah. like, oh, did, does, it, does it not wear off now? Yeah. Because it would be sure. inconvenient for it to wear off. Sure. <laughs> you know? it, it's, it's also, like, the, the, you could have, you edit around that mm-hmm. and it's gone. Doesn't, no, nothing's missing. Yeah. It was exactly. a moment of, oh, no. Oh, sliver. Ah. Yeah. Got it. it go. Was, it, it was all very easy. The, the whole, like, firework in the dragon's face thing, which was set up just in a montage earlier. It just, it was it was all very much like, here are all the magic pieces we need. Let's, what, let's space them out in the movie up to this backwards. point. Yeah. But, yeah, let's yeah. backwards, you know, uh, back backwards engineer this thing. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, when we get to this sequence, we'll have all these cool, we'll have this cool action sequence. And yeah. then it'll be, anyway, that's the movie. So, th- so that's, so that's my, that's my, that's like sort of, I think the nexus of my complaint about the plotting of this movie. It's like nothing was wrong. It just like, wasn't that inspiring. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I can understand that. Um, we're, we're about ready to wrap up, but I will end with the, uh, the ultimate like reason why this movie was, uh, so much for me. Um, as the youngest of, th- of three boys that grew up in the home, uh, it is uh, that that moment where they depict, because the whole brother relationship, as you were saying, is is really good. Like their dynamic works really well. Yeah, it's great. Um, and there are absolutely, like me and my brothers have almost nothing in common. Like I love basketball and sports and they don't like – the sports they choose are like rock climbing. I am a large indivi- individual. We do not do well rock climbing, right? <laughs> like um, oldest brother is actually statistically a genius and I'm more of a street smarts kind of guy. It's like we're, there's so much that they're small. I'm big. There's just so many things. But the, the – but the the uh, as you get older and it's – and as, as – I'm becoming more and more aware of it. You realize the influence that I realize the influence that my big brothers had on me growing up. Things that I'm completely oblivious of. We're just living our lives. But now being able to look back and being able to see all of the things that they taught me and without like without sitting me down and teaching me a lesson on a blackboard, it was just living life and how important they become in constructing the man that I've become today. And for a movie to capture it, even if it is just one moment of an entire movie, to be able to capture it and encapsulate it as clearly and as incredibly well as they did uh, makes it just it it skyrockets the the rating for this movie for me. Um, and so it, that's why I would say go see this movie is because there are few movies that can kind of that can get across that feeling in this like kind of hard to articulate realization as you get older because it's very gradual. Uh, I just don't I was it was very impressive for me. So that's what I want to end on. I think that's I think that's a great place to end. I and I I, I can't I won't I can't and won't. Or what? Wouldn't want to argue with any of that. So, yeah. Cool. I'm happy well, there to we are. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. And if you uh, like this show, then uh, please leave a review. Yeah. And or, I'm just gonna say and. and. Can I say and? Yeah. Just and. Yeah. And share it with somebody. Tell, that you, tell your that you, friends. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell 
one person about this show or this episode even or a different episode. Yeah. Tell one person about this show that you haven't told before. Please. Please. And thank you, Michael Baumiller, for the wonderful, wonderful music. Yes. And please, everybody, remember to join us next week for the coronavirus and also (laughs) to love movies like a nerd and respect them like a critic. And cut. Cut.